The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Many, many stories that are coming out about, about Rav Chaim Kadyevsky's Echazadik Levracha. One of the most amazing stories that I saw is we all know what Zman, what time meant him. The Shmir Zman, what it meant him. I just saw a clip. There's a party in his house. I don't know what the party was about. It's obviously some big celebration. Maybe it's an anacle, something, and the place is pandemonium. It's pandemonium. Rav Chaim has nothing to do with it. He's sitting there learning his form, completely oblivious, right? There was no such thing. Nothing was a vatal zman, right? The, the moments, the, the minutes that, that he had, you know, that he spent even with the public. I was Mikatsa, like the, the whole source of the buha. What's the source of the buha? Because seconds and seconds and seconds pile up, right? They, start, they pile up. So Mai said the shmir zman that he had was half a fellow. But there was one thing that he did with his man, it didn't make a difference. His, his, his son said by the shiva, he said that whenever his mother, uh, whenever his father ate, whenever Abchaim ate, he would not eat until the Rebetzin came into the room with, to eat with him. Never did that. And he said sometimes it was not seconds, but many, many minutes. And it didn't make a difference. And if it meant not eating him, he wouldn't eat. The, the, the cover that Chachamim had that they understood for the Rebetzins is Haflo Fela Mamish. A very good friend of mine is a well, well-known therapist. He used to ask all the Shilas, big Ashkafer Shilas, Rav Yankim Kamenetsky. Rav Yankim in those days lived on East 9th Street by his son, Rabbi Bramel Zuchon Levracha. And he was very, very accessible in those days. You can go into, it was very easy to go to Rav Yankim. And so my friend went into Rav Yankim to ask him something. And when he came in, his Rebetzin was, was, was a second Rebetzin. And he said, and the Rebetzin comes in, and this fellow comes in. So she says, would you like to have a tea? So Bianca said, yes. I think my friend deferred. Okay. She comes back a few minutes later. And in the meantime, Bianca starts telling my friend about his marriage. Unbidden, without an answer. He said that after his first wife was Nefteris, he had decided that basically his life was over on some level. And if you know anything, he moved to Eretz Yisrael. He took a chavrusa dentist, tremendous lamachacham, the dentist was retired. Akilah, he was retired. He was in Matasdorf, had an apartment in Matasdorf. And they sat and learned, if I remember correctly, it could be in Torah or one of the Batamidrashim there. And they sat and learned chavrusas, that's what it was. After learning with chavrus for a while, chavrusa tells him, he says, you're a bank of Kabanetsky. This is what he's telling my friend. The bank is telling this to my friend. So he says, you're a bank of Kabanetsky. You were Rosh Hashiva, this and that. And you're sitting here learning like, it can't be such a thing. So he says, you have to go and get remarried and you have to continue your life. Kachav, Shafim Mashidach, he moved back to America. Remember, moved to Muncie, yeah. And Rabiankov looks at my friend and he says, Svel of Yar, it's 12 years that she gave me my life back. You know, we like to think somehow that, you know, especially among the G'daylim and the Senat, you know, they're always in the limelight. Hafla fella, Hafla fella. It was a story when, when Ramayshuk went into the, uh, the, the, um, the Yisrael, uh, they made every year, they made a Isim Mishnayis. Every single year. Pirchet made every year. And they used to fill up the room with hundreds of people in Beis Yaakov, a borough park. I remember when I was a little kid. We used to go. We used to learn Mishnais by heart. If you learn a number of Mishnais by heart, you got to go. You got to go, right? 
So hundreds, hundreds of people. So if I remember correctly, I think it was he was walking with Rav Schneier. They came together in a car. And they're coming into the, to the thing. Rav Schneier said, maybe we should go in, like from a side entrance. He said, it shouldn't be Matriach. Everybody he says, no, 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 no. And, and he went into the front. And of course, when they went into the front, Rav Schneier, the whole crowd stood up and said that. And afterwards, Rav Schneier said, why did you make such a public spectacle? So he said, for us, Taka, we don't need it. But our wives, who put in so much into us, put so much effort, they, sh- they should see what it's all about. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org.